time it is your boy brent reed and i am back back for it's been a while it's been a while and when i when i last left you guys things seemed to be okay 
And now I'm back, and what in the hell is going on? Hey, anyway, if you've never uh, heard the show before, seen the show before, this is Downright Sports, the radio podcast. I'm your host, Brent Reed. Uh, if you're listening on I, uh, um, Apple Podcasts, uh, just hit the like button at the bottom and leave a comment. If you're listening on Google or SoundCloud, just hit like and just leave a comment. Same rules apply for all. Seems very, very easy. Uh, Low-key show today. If you're listening on the podcast and not watching on Instagram, but you're listening on the podcast, the music today is James Bond themed. It's all songs from uh, previous James Bond movies. I couldn't think of any music to play uh, to... You know, I just wanted something light. You know, it's a lot going on in the world today, man. And like I said, my last show uh, before I left to go on vacation was, you know, a little more light. And then all of a sudden, the world went topsy-turvy. Uh, of course, we got the corona virus, this, this crazy pandemic that's going on right now where hopefully everybody is safe hopefully your family is safe that's the most important thing um if you have to go to work you know just be cautious of everything that's going on uh the downside to this um unbearable thing that's going on is we have no outlet there's no sports there's nothing to take our mind off of it um for this long period of time uh depending on how old you are if you live through certain events in our country's history Sports has always been the thing to kind of take our mind off of it, whether it was uh, baseball during World War II or uh, football after the John F. Kennedy assassination or baseball again after 9-11. You always had something to kind of ease your mind, if you will, to go, hey, it's a lot of craziness going on over there, but today for two to three hours, I have something to take my mind off. Like, for all you sports guys, and I'm talking to the guys out there, and there's a lot of ladies too, I'm talking to the guys out there. We all wake up with the same regimen every morning. We turn the TV on. All right, let's be fair. We go, we pee, we turn the TV. Sometimes we turn the TV on before we pee. We put it, if you got direct TV, you know the channel. I ain't even got to say it. You put it on 206 and you watch ESPN. And it helps you start your morning. It helps you get your day going. It helps you... Um, see what's going on, see what your team did, if you fell asleep too early, what moves happened. And it's just crazy now because you wake up and you put it on ESPN and there's nothing to update you on because there's nothing, ha- there's nothing happening. ESPN, if you watch, is like scrambling to put on content. The only content ESPN should try to put on is mine. Self-promotion, how about that? But the truth, like they're re-showing the OJ uh, Simpson thing. To be honest with you, ESPN, I'm not sure we should re-trigger people in a time where we're already tense, and you're going to re-trigger it and 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 make us tense again. <laughs> they should probably put on a, a better thirty for thirty that's a little more light. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's just something that's unfortunate, and hopefully, you know, this will blow over hopefully sooner rather than later there's some places where in the world where it's already starting to calm down a little bit um for i'm a i'm a native new yorker but the show is uh, recorded out of virginia lynchburg virginia shout out lynchburg but hopefully um to 
the people of New York, the people of California, everybody out there, you get some respect, you know, you get some relief, get your freedom back a little bit. It's nothing worse than being stuck inside the house, man. And you're just like, what the hell do I do? You know what I'm saying? And shout out to my man, DJ Chase, who is out of New York, uh, who's drop, who's trying to tr- uh, distract me on Instagram with the worm, Dennis Rodman, Shaq and Penny. Um, <laughs> appreciate it. Um, but it's just a thing, man, where we got to get through it and people got to be smart. I'm a young dude. I'm going to talk to some of the young guys out there. Stay your butt at home, man. Unless you got to go get food. Yo, there's no time. Now's not the time to be turning up. I'm just going to be real. This ain't the time to turn up, man. Go boo love for the amount of time this is going on. And then when um, the corona blows over, the first DJ that throws the post-corona party, we can see it. I already see it popping off. Like, you know, the the, the first DJ that's going to have the you know the party, everybody show with your corona mask on. Like, I already see that happening. Like, that's coming straight up. I can't wait for all the, the mixtapes that come out with a DJ wearing a mask. Like, this is going to be so lame, but it's coming. Um... Little uh, side note before we wrap up this first segment. Um, Chase it. I'm going to set it off. <laughs> um, real quick, the L.A. Clippers may have a new home. And it may be the old home of the Los Angeles Lakers, the, the, the forum, which has not been uh, closed or torn down, even though the Lakers left to go to the Staples Center. The forum it was owned by... The worst owner in any sport, the dumbest owner in every sport, the dumbest uh, uh, owner of any entity, uh, James Dolan. And I know you're saying, like, how's he dumb, Brent? The Knicks is the most valuable franchise. It ain't because of him. It's because of stupid fans that still go to the damn arena and sit and watch the god-awful Knicks. And they're not coming to see the Knicks. They're coming to see the other stars come play, okay? But James Dolan, don't get it twisted, is the worst owner in America. I am poor and could do a better job in running the damn New York Knicks. My three dogs in this living room could do a better job running the Knicks. But anyway, James Dolan, somehow, MSG, owns... The forum and the Clippers are, uh, have purchased it. It's like four hundred million dollars, and hopefully the Clippers will have their own home. Um, Steve Ballmer, ever since purchasing the Clippers, has always wanted the Clippers to have their own persona separate from the Lakers. And this is good. They don't need to be sharing stadiums anyway. I think it's stupid that they, in today's day and age, two teams worth a billion dollars share a stadium. Now, I always thought it would be dope, like if when the Lakers played the Clippers, that they split the court. Like, one half would be Lakers colors, the other half would be Clippers colors. And they just put, because there's no point. Like, I know, you know, you're just, well, Brian, you're taking money out their pocket and out their gate. It's the same money. Let's chill out. Like, in football, when the Giants play the Jets, they share a stadium. They should split the colors. I think that would be dope. It, uh, you know, it, people look, the games are so stale. They need to do things like that to make people, like, a little more interested. That's my thoughts and opinions. You feel me? But anyway, like I said earlier, um... Today's music, if you're listening on the podcast, is all James Bond theme. We're live streaming on Instagram. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. Um, we'll be back real quick. We're going to take a, we'll throw on some, um, where my notes at? 
Where my notes at? Hold on, here the notes. We're going to throw in some Skyfall by Adele. If you heard, if you kicked the show off on the podcast, you already heard License to Kill, which came out in 1989. I'm going to give you the years of the movie. It was pretty dope. 1989, uh, License to Kill came out starring Timothy Dalton. Uh, was kind of a more grounded James Bond. If it came out today, it would be one of my favorites because it has that Skyfall. It has that Casino Royale, that grittiness feel that people today love. But back in those days, they liked their playful, their their gizmo gadget James Bond. So, um, yeah, this is it's gonna be. Um, so that's kind of how that goes. So we're gonna have a little Skyfall, a little Tom Jones, and then some Duran Duran. It's an interesting collective shoe. But we'll be right back. Um, if, if you're on Instagram, be back in the next segment. But um, here we go, a little bit of Skyfall. Why am I having so much trouble walking away? Downright Sports. <laughs> Segment number two on uh, Downright Sports Radio podcast. And for the first time ever, we're live streaming on Facebook. And hopefully trying to bring some silly relief to those of you out there that, you know, just stuck in the house. Like, damn it, I'm stuck in the house again, man. It's like, how many walks can I go on? Good God almighty. Or, I mean, you could just go play pickup basketball and go get sick. Me personally, I'm staying in the house. I've, I felt... (laughs) <laughs> I felt like I've had to crow it 12 times already because I'm a hypochondriac. I've seriously felt like 
11 times already I've been sick I went to bed last night and thought I was sick I I don't I think it was just my high blood pressure I'm a big dude you know what I'm saying you know three bills but I literally was scared for my life last night I'm glad I feel good now this thing is it's crazy man so what I'm gonna do is I'm going to give a little relief to those of you out there. We're going to talk sports. That's what the show's about. That's what the world needs. That's what I need. We all need some sweet, sweet sports relief. Last week, um, the NFL did what they do. They stood out like the thumb they are and said, hey, ain't, there's no bad. You know what? Let's just do it like this. Hey, ain't no basketball. Ain't no baseball. Ain't no nothing. NFL is here. We don't have to shut it down because we don't fear concussions. We don't fear CTE. We don't fear spousal abuse. We damn sure don't fear Corona. So <laughs> I don't mean that, but the NFL kind of does have like their nose up in the air at this. And um, the NFL created all kinds of news. And the biggest news was Tom Brady telling New England deuces and taking his talents to Florida. What's with dudes from up north in cold weather cities like, yo, we just going to Florida to hoop. You know what I'm saying? That's the, that, good for time. He's going to go play in Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a team that has not been relevant since John Gruden left and won a Super Bowl. Well, he didn't leave. He got fired. But the team won a Super Bowl back my ninth grade year of high school. For those of you that don't know that, that's almost 20 years ago. It's about 16, 17 years now. But. No, shoot, it may be about, it's about 18 years, something like that. But in any case, Tom Brady's going to go down there, and that team is stacked. If you know anything about my show, I'm not going to sit here and break down the team. We'll do that when we do our NFL preview show. But the cool thing about Tom Brady going there, it's kind of telling everybody, like, I could have went anywhere I want, but I'm just going to go play in Tampa. And I'm going to see if I can... Honestly, if I'm the true GOAT. Now, we all know in years past when great athletes go to lesser teams, nothing changes. Like Jordan going to play for the Washington Wizards. Nothing changed. They were trash. He was great. And that's a bad thing. The difference is Jordan controlled the Washington Wizards when he got there. And the first move he made was trading away Rip Hamilton, a champion if you will, in the NBA when he got to the Pistons. And he traded for Jerry Stackhouse, who was the same age as Rip Hamilton, but seemed to be older in some weird way. It was just strange. And he tra- and then he also signed Byron um, Russell, who he hit his last jump shot on when he was a bull. So, yeah, Jordan made all the bad moves. In this case, Tom Brady is not an executive. He's just a player. And he basically is going to a team where – This is the best group of talent he's had in a very, very, very long time. Now, we've seen Tom Brady win with less. He's going to have guys around him that's going to make him look good. All he has to do is show up and not be old, not be what Peyton Manning was his last year in Denver. Peyton's last year in Denver, he could barely throw the ball to his foot. Like, that thing, he looked like he was throwing a wet pig in the air because he could not get the, he did not have the same, um, uh, uh, arm strength he did in years previous he also had like a bunch of neck issues too so Tom going to Tampa is pretty interesting Phillip Rivers went to the Colts 
which I think is smart on his part. You're going, you're a little older. You're going to play indoors. It's less wear and tear on the body. Um, you don't have to worry about weather. And in that conference, he faces uh, Tennessee. He faces the Texans, and he faces um, God. What's the other team? Tennessee, the Texans. Is it the, it's not the Chiefs. Jacksonville. That's an easy conference for him to win, especially since he came from a conference where um, uh, Patrick Mahomes basically walked in the door and was like, I own the place now. So the Texans, everybody's like, well, the Texans is hard to beat. The Texans is trash. I don't care what you say. They got a decent quarterback, but they always let you down. And Jacksonville is Jacksonville. And yes, Ryan Tannehill just got paid a lot of money for basically playing half a year. But let's not forget, Ryan Tannehill spent a lot of years in Miami and did absolutely squad douche. I find it hard to believe one decent season in Tennessee, now the guy's life is turned around. He's he's seen the light. I find that hard to believe. I think he's still going to be trash. And watch the Colts now, kind of like Tom Brady, have a much better year. And um, wouldn't it be interesting to see Tom Brady versus Phillip Rivers in the AFC Championship game, two like the oldest quarterbacks taking two young teams and trying to get them there? That would be pretty dope. It would piss off a lot of uh, people, but it would be pretty dope. And that's a good segue because I'm paying attention to the NFL, and I and I there's a lot of good veteran quarterbacks that are available. But the the topic of conversation is everybody wants to look at these young guys, the draft, the draft, the draft. There's nothing wrong in you drafting your young quarterback, but why not? Why are some of these coaches in the NFL just so headstrong on sticking with the kid that they drafted? I feel like after three years, you are who you are. Like Patrick Mahomes has been in the league. This will be his third, third or fourth year. The kid's got an MVP in the Super Bowl. He's a beast. You feel what I'm saying to you? Um, Sam Donald in in New York, he's trash. The other quarterback in New York, uh, J- uh, Johnson, I, I'm a Giants fan and don't even know this guy's name because he's trash. We don't need three, four years to realize he's trash. Th- there's Cam Newton and uh, Andy Dalton. Um, who else? Somebody else that's going to be a, that's available. I can't think of the name right now. You, but you got two quarterbacks that you should be looking at. If you're the Giants, let's just focus on them. If you're the Giants and the Jets, why am I putting all my chips in these young quarterbacks that have proven nothing to me? They have had zero games where you go, you know what? There's something there. Let's let's keep it going. No, they do nothing. They just continue to lose. They they, they get hurt. Andrew Daw- uh, J- uh, uh Sam Donald has been hurt. That Johnson, the, the, the Johnson kid, I gotta look up his name. Dale Johnson uh, has been hurt, and they are not. The, if, if I'm the New York Giants or I'm the um, the Detroit Lions or I'm the, the Jets, the, my boy Uncle Buddha yesterday said it best. The Jets don't have a system. They just need to do something different. Cam Newton is the first quarterback I'm calling. Andy Dalton is the second quarterback I'm calling. Why? Because and then I'm reaching out to the, to the Raiders to see if they want to get rid of uh, Derek Carr because they signed uh, Marcus Mariota. And, oh, that's it, uh, Jameis Winston. Yes, Jameis Winston threw 
Throws a lot of interceptions, but the guy throws a lot of touchdowns and throws a lot of yards. You know who also used to throw a lot of interceptions? Brett Favre, who everybody loved and sucked up to. If you, if you, if, if Jameis Winston played the same time Brett Favre played, Jameis Winston is not getting replaced by Tom Brady. I don't see it happening because everybody would feel like I got a quarterback, I got a gunslinger. That's what they used to call him, a gunslinger. The Jets, Giants, Detroit, you need players that's going to be a game changer for you. Can't Whoever goes after Cam Newton is in, and you got a, just a decent team, you're automatically going to be a better team if Cam Newton is healthy. Cam Newton has, take, has done, like Tom Brady, has done more with less than a lot of other quarterbacks. And I find Pox on the Carolina Panthers. I will never root for Carolina again unless they draft my mama. Because how do you cut a guy who's won you an MVP, taking you to a Super Bowl, and had one bad year because he was hurt, and you replace him with Teddy Bridgewater, a journeyman? Nah, son. That's, that's disrespectful. And that owner in Carolina has got a lot of hubris, and you fired your coach, who was one of your best coaches you had. It's just it's the dumbest move I've seen. Cam should not sign with the Redskins at all. Do not go with the Redskins just because Ron Rivera is there. If I'm Cam Newton and these teams are talking to me, the first team I'm looking at is the Los Angeles Chargers. They got those guys got a lot of skilled players. They got. Good, uh, yeah, good running backs, good wide receivers, good tight ends, good warm weather for Cam. They're going to have a brand new stadium they're going to play in in L.A. And not to mention he's going to be in L.A. And Cam has got L.A. written all over him. The next team I probably look at is um, Miami because Miami's got Cam written all over it too. Can you imagine Cam down in South Beach? You know what I'm saying? These are places he should be. Considering if they give him the opportunity. And then again, if I'm the Giants and the Jets, man, I'm reaching out to these guys because right now the program ain't working. The system ain't working. Just because the kid can't, why would you want to put all your chips in a guy that's coming out of college that's unproven when there's proven talent over there in the corner that you can honestly say, well, I know what he can do. Let's just let me go get this proven commodity and then I will go draft better players around. I'll go draft an offensive line. I'll go draft uh, a wide receiver. I'll go draft a running back. You have a better likelihood of getting a great running back and a great wide receiver that's going to be ready to play now than going to get finding that quarterback that's ready to play now. It's very few, very few. It's hard. It's a smaller percentage that the guy that you just drafted to run your franchise is going to be ready to go day one. Find it hard to believe. I had a bunch of numbers and stuff I was going to break down, but I'm not. Oh, here it goes. Here's some guys that shouldn't be quarterbacks right now over Cam Newton, in my opinion. Kirk Cousins, trash. Carson Wentz. I'm not going to say he's trash, but he's getting close to it. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, trash. Teddy Bridgewater. I like Teddy Bridgewater, but now he signed with Carolina, and I root against Carolina, so now I have to root against Teddy Bridgewater. I think Teddy is one of those guys that got a raw deal, too, because Teddy was in Minnesota and was good in Minnesota. Won her year, and all of a sudden lost his job. We're not going to go down like, is it or is it a black-white thing? Because I don't think it's a black-white thing. I think it's just a common-sense thing, and there's a lot of coaches in the NFL that don't use common sense. They just look at their chart. And they stand and they just, my chart. What does my chart tell me? My chart tells me, uh, 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 
Like, that's what they do. They just look at that stupid piece of paper, and they don't use the old noggin. If Cam Newton was an NBA player, there'd be 100 teams in the NBA right now lining up for him. Honestly, because Cam Newton is probably, like, the equivalent of, like, a... uh, Kawhi has a championship. I'm going to say AI. Yeah, because AI took the 76ers to the finals by himself. Allen Iverson scored 30 points a game. The next person to him was Aaron McKee, who scored eight points a game. Look it up. That's a fact. I know that stat off the top of my head. I can tell you that. And basically, that's Cam Newton. And imagine Allen Iverson, 30 years old, still in his prime, free agent in the NBA. I promise you there's uh, there's 30 NBA teams, 29 of them would move heaven and earth to get that guy. If I'm in the NFL, hell, if I'm the Dallas Cowboys, hey, Dak, you don't want to take the contract I just gave you? Cam, why don't you come down here for two years and we do it big? I'll trade Dak Prescott tomorrow to have Cam Newton on my team if I'm the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. I said it. I trade I trade Dak Prescott tomorrow. What do you want for him? Give me a two second round picks and a seventh. That's how little I think about Dak Prescott. For cuz Dak Prescott is a poor man's Cam Newton. You put Cam Newton on the on on the, the Cowboys with all that star power. Ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. Fill it down on my plums. <laughs> all right. We're going to uh, wrap it up come back to segment number three. Facebook, thank you for watching. If you're listening again, subscribe um, at the bottom. And, uh, yeah, just leave a comment. I don't care. Uh, we'll be back with more James Bond songs coming up. Queuing up is a little Tom Jones from Thunderbolt from the 1968 Thunderbolt movie. Yeah. Uh, fun trivia fact. In 1983, the guy who wrote Thunderbolt still owned the rights, went to Warner Brothers to remake the movie. In 1983, two James Bond movies came out. One, Octopussy, and the other was Never Say Never Again, starring a Sean Connery. Basically, a Thunderbolt reboot. Yeah, it was a terrible movie, but it grossed over $300 million, so go figure. Anyway, we'll be right back with uh, with more Downright Sports. Bye. 
gentlemen we get ready to wrap up on uh, the show today thank you all for if you're listening on apple podcast soundcloud or google play thank you for listening subscribe today leave a comment please leave a comment i don't care if you're just telling me your opinion i don't care if you're telling me that you're wrong that i'm wrong i'm fine with that i don't just don't you know get on there and say no crazy crap but <laughs> i'm pretty chill with like you know I, I i listen to what people say I may not take it into consideration and I may not really care, but I do listen and I do read and I do go, oh, okay. Hmm. And if you could, if you persuade me to think otherwise, then you've done a great job because I'm pretty headstrong and don't care what you think. Anyway, uh, there may be another, there's definitely going to be a downright sports show uh, on YouTube sometime next week hopefully before next tuesday um unless i if i can't get this show together then i'm not going to do it i'm trying to do a very special bracket show for march madness there will be another radio show probably friday i got number time on my hands so i'm you know just pump these things out i'm hoping and praying that a lot of this brings you some relief even if it's boring and it helps you go to sleep I'm perfectly cool with that. I wanted to help in any way I can. Um, shout out to my man, Jeff Matthews, who told me, you know, Brian, I listened to, uh, your podcast popped up on my phone. I listened to it and I fell asleep. I'm okay with that <laughs> because you listened and you gave it a shot. Um, I don't pretend to, I, I tell everybody I'm a sports critic. I don't pretend to be a sports analyst. I'm a sports critic. I give you my opinion. I give you what I think. I try to give you some facts to back up what I think. And then we rock from there kids. But all we could do today is just pray, hope and rock out and um, just, you know, look forward to tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? That That's pretty, the, pretty much the, the idea behind all this is just look forward to tomorrow. Speaking of tomorrow, I'm really hoping soon that baseball returns. In years past, baseball has always been the comfort to America after such great tragedies and um, events like we're having now. Um, if this eventually gets, you know, if this coronavirus gets con under control and we could go back to some normalcy, I hope baseball is what we see. Um, I think. And I'm I sometimes like to play commissioner or owner. What I'm thinking is it's time for baseball to um, their return date should be June. And that's what I'm hearing. They're thinking the same thing. I think it, you should do like a small two week spring training in May. Get guys warmed up, even if you have to um, extend the rosters to have more pitchers. So because it's a short period of time, but this is a good thing for sports. And um, I'll, the next show, I'm going to talk about what the NBA should do. But this is a good thing for baseball. You're going to have a shorter season. Don't extend the season. 
shorten the season. Let the season finish in September like it always does. But now you go from June to September. And the playoff race is begins the day the season starts. Because in baseball, season starts in April. You, got April, you can literally uh, 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 flail and just mess around April and May. And then decide, all right, let's turn it on in June. Because teams have done that. Now you got June, July, August, September. And you got to get it going. I say... You keep the All-Star game around the same time. Don't change anything. Keep the All-Star game at the same time. But now just rev it up. And this is actually a good thing for you small market teams. So if you're an Oakland A's fan, if you're a Tampa Bay Rays fan, if you're an Orioles fan, you know, smaller teams, they're going to have young guys just ready to play. They're going to have young guys that's not vet that need three weeks to get going. For those teams that got veterans, Houston, Yankees, Dodgers, they got they their older players take a little bit longer to kind of rev it up a little bit. Not to mention the Yankees is full of injuries. The Yankees can't afford to have this season happen right now. My beloved New York Yankees right now got like nine hundred guys on the DL, and guess what? <laughs> they all been quarantined. They can't get the same treatment they could if they weren't quarantined. Now it could be a benefit for the Yankees because these guys are getting healthy, and maybe June ish is around the same time. Um, James Paxton was supposed to be coming back. It's around the time Aaron Judge was supposed to be coming back. Hopefully the worst free agent signing ever, Aaron uh, Hicks, gets is back. But you have a situation now where it's an open market. It really is. Now, um, with a shorter season, it's more exciting. The games matter more. How do you fit in some of the games? Doubleheaders. There's nothing more exciting in baseball. Baseball is the only sport where you can play two games in one day for the same team. Football, you're not going to see a doubleheader in football. It would be impossible. Basketball, I think they could do it, but they used to actually do it in basketball in the 50s. Yeah, they would have two games in one day. They used to do it, and but you know NBA players they can't you know they, they they can't dry clothes and walk at the same time. Just something that you know they don't know how to do. And speaking of, and I'm going to tangent here. I don't hear no excuses from any NBA player when this when their season gets resumed because. This is the most rest LeBron and Kawhi Leonard and all these guys have ever had in their entire life. This is they get they, they, they I need to see Kawhi Leonard better not sit on the bench for the rest of time. You feel me? Like I need to see him play every day. But in any case, I think that's what baseball should do. You have some double headers. Also, it's time to give back, man. A lot of people have lost their jobs because of this. A lot of people are not getting paid because of this. Give the baseball package for free. You're not gonna lose. Trust me, Direct TV or whoever. You're not gonna lose any money. That that um, fifteen dollars you charge people a month, just give the baseball. Eat that. Give the baseball package for free. Do that, and then lower your ticket prices. I know everybody's like, "Print." They'll never do that. You can do something. You can have two for one night. You can have uh, buy two tickets. The third one's free if you got a family. Because people are gonna want some normalcy. Baseball is the sport of the summer and if you show if, if to be honest with you baseball you need the the good uh, promo right now excuse me <clears throat> you need the good publicity with the cheating and um you know people saying the game's too boring and yada 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 right now if you came out tomorrow commissioner whoever you are can't think of your name 
<clears throat> excuse me, and he came out tomorrow and he was like, we're not going to charge people for the M- NBA, I mean the um, MLB package, we're going to reduce some of our ticket prices, we're going to have some ticket packages, um, we're, we're going to look out for the fans, I promise you it will it will give goodwill to the game of baseball because right now it's just, you know, if you come out tomorrow and like, yeah, everything is status quo, ain't nobody coming. You're not the NFL. The NFL could come out tomorrow and like, yo, we'll raise the ticket prices and people are still going to the games. Like, that's how crazy it is. Like, it makes zero sense to me. But in any case, thank you all for watching and listening. It's been fun. I'm glad to be back. I hope, like I said before, I hope this takes your mind off this 40 minutes that I've talked to you today. Takes your mind off. Uh, we'll be back probably Friday with another show. Um, Excuse me, and um, we're gonna probably talk mainly NBA, and I give some, you know, do some, have some fun with that. Um, if you listen to the music today, it's been a lot of fun playing James Bond music. So if you watch me on Instagram and you watch me on Facebook, and you're like, well, I don't hear the music, then you need to listen to the podcast, which you can do at Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Google Play, and just look for Downright Sports Radio, the podcast. How about that? That's easy, right? I'm Brent Reed. It's been fun. Uh, be safe out there. Wash your hands and wash your face. Uh, keep the crowds down. Let's you know, just hang around the person you love and, and your dogs. That's it. You know, you don't you don't need to be turning up. I said that earlier. The turn up is dead right now. Don't don't go. You know, you don't need a party. Don't be the first DJ to throw the masks party. Everybody bring your sick mask. Let's party. Nah, we good, bro. Let's just stay home and you know have some fun. Time to play pretend. Put, I'm gonna build a fort. In a living room, me and the dogs are going to build a fort. That's what we're going to do today. Nah, I'm lying. I'm going to play the PlayStation all day, tell you the truth. <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll talk to you later. Deuces.
Chance to find 